Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're listening to Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room, and I have a very special guest this evening that I cannot wait to interview. Um, I've met him, I, I don't know everything about his background, so we're going to delve into that tonight, but let's welcome... Scott Dorman from Nashville, Tennessee. Hi, Scott. How are we doing tonight? Well, hello, Heather. I am doing well. I blew in uh, on the uh, winds out there tonight. It's a windy night, and I'm happy to be here in Otho at Junior's Motel. Yes. (laughs) I know it's been forever, right? Here we are social distancing, doing our interview, but we tried a couple um, goes on the Zoom thing, and that didn't work out so well, so I said, you know what? I like to have you... In studio, if possible. So I'm thank- glad to be here. It's yeah. so, so so good to be back here. All right, it's, thank uh, you. It feels like home. Yeah, it does. And again, we want to thank Kurt Kaufman because we're doing this out at Junior's Motel Recording Studio. Um, appreciate all of his efforts going into these interviews. So I want everyone to get to know Scott. Um, sometimes, you know, I interview people and they say, where do I start? And I say, from the beginning. So Scott... Tell me where you're from originally and tell me a little bit about your upbringing. Okay. Hey, well, I'm not going to go way back to the beginning, but I'm go <laughs> far enough, I think. Yeah, I'm from Manson, big town of Manson, Iowa, you know, um, not too far away from here. And um, graduated, was in the music department and uh, drama department, things like that in uh, in high school and went on to Iowa State. For, I took a took a... Uh, great, uh, fun way through college. I think I went to four universities, colleges, and still graduated in four years. So I went to Iowa State for a year. I went to Iowa Central. I went to Buena Vista night classes here. And then I went to University of Northern Iowa. And I have a degree in marketing. And I, But I always wanted to be a songwriter. And so... Well, you're not... Um, stupid. No, 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 no. You're not over... Uh, <laughs> what's the word? Over exerting yourself. I mean, you are the type... You're ambitious. Well, I don't know. I guess... Uh, That's really ambitious. I don't know. Um, well, thank you. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what. At the time when I was in high school, of course, the, the Hawks came out with their uh, couple of albums. And so I was aware of the studio here and always wanted to get involved. So I got a job. My first job out of college was in Fort Dodge working for H.J. Hines as a kind of a regional sales guy or, you know, this territory northwest iowa southern minnesota and um i took some of the money that i made there and started to invest in in my recording career right here at junior's motel this was in the late 80s so, so when you say heinz you mean like ketchup, ketchup baby food the yeah. heinz ketchup mm-hmm. yeah okay here the, we go the, the years that i was involved we were trying to introduce or the company was trying to introduce a product called instant baby food oh. which <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy, right? It was like it was like it came in little can canisters, yes, and you'd kind of pop them open like uh, like tennis balls, you know, like how the tennis, <laughs> yes, it would go, Pew! and then you'd open it up and it would be like fish flakes inside, uh-huh. and you you know the mother was supposed to mix that with water and then it would become this delicious paste uh. that you could feed your children, but of course that you know didn't really work that well when you could. You know, Gerber's was right next to it. The, exactly. Yeah. Pre-made, yeah, pre-packaged, <laughs> right. everything. So Anyway, but that was my experience. Honestly, that was mostly what I did when I worked for Heinz was try to sell that product. And, uh, yeah. You know, so. 
So fun stuff. After Heinz, what'd you do? Well, that was right at the time I started recording here, and I got involved with some other uh, music kind of things around here. I, I was started uh, working at local radio here. At uh, it was KRIT at the time, and then I worked at KKZ in Fort Dodge, Iowa, for a while on air. Um, and all the while was doing uh, recording and songwriting and stuff out here as much as I could, you know, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know Kirk has told me stories about you guys have worked together in the past and, and you guys did some jingles, I guess. Oh yeah. Well, that was probably in relationship to working in radio and, uh, in my marketing and stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you, you you learn how to songwrite and and be a musician by hanging around people like Kirk and and you try to marry the the things that you you know the skills you have you know right so right and that's then what, and we and we were trying to make some money so uh, well isn't every musician <laughs> right you know, everybody also, in the world you yeah know? exactly it's not just musicians yeah but you had the means to record here so you guys could put your you compile your ideas record yep. them. Put them out there with your marketing skills and see what happened. Yeah. How long did you guys do that? Man, I suppose we were doing it for three, four, five years, I think, probably. <laughs> uh, we, we did a lot of them, and we traveled. We'd, t- we'd take sales trips, you know, to, uh, I don't know, we went to Minneapolis a couple of times, and uh, Des Moines, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, we had a lot of fun, and we, uh, you know, met a lot of great business people, and. I suppose there's still some out there that are playing, you know, jingles that we did. Maybe not. That's right. But, yeah. I have more to talk to you about certain things in your past, but... Great. What I know, isn't everybody Gulp. just... Hang on. Here we go. <laughs> I do want to say his first song that we're going to play, originally written by Scott Dorman, is called One Thing. Anything to say about this song? Well, it's kind of a... I kind of ripped the opening line off from a Bruce Springsteen song called okay. uh, Thunder Road. And, uh, you know, it's just this kind of, uh, uh, more than anything, it's pro- it's kind of a cool little story song. But it uh, it's really, I don't know, I had that ASCAP guy in Nashville tell me that about three lines in, I don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> but it's not like a, it's not like your standard dumb country song, you know. It's kind of like, uh, going to have to think about where... People are. You have to kind of think a little bit behind the the lyrics and stuff to figure out what the song's about. It's but it's about a relationship in trouble, but it's kind of set on the open prairie, maybe a farm uh, porch not far from here. Well, very cool. Here we go. We're going to listen to one thing by Scott Dorman. The screen door slams behind her As she storms out onto the porch He said those damn three words again That litter up like a torch Cause he don't know the first thing about that It's not what you say, it's what you do Shows where your heart's at And he don't do nothing at all And that's another brick Another brick in the wall When one thing comes in between
Press the bus, bring in the kids back home. And his hammer's pounding out back in the shed. But she don't even get the time to clear her head. Maybe it's nobody's fault. But that's another brick, another brick. Scott Dorman. Scott, that's a beautiful song. I love that song. That's well, great. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's a little drop D tuning. I it, don't know, for, for the musicians out there, you can... You know, I played violin. You can't just drop oh. D a violin. So when you say that, I kind of nod and grin and go, okay, yeah. that's cool. But no, great song. Thank you. So one thing I wanted to bring up is, you know, we are located in Otho, and you know that um, Norm, the guy that owned... But the pub for years has passed away now. Yeah, sad and sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah, and it changed hands. But I was telling Kirk tonight, I've got an idea. I wonder if we could snag Scott over and get one more picture with this Cocotho oh. Scott Dorman before they oh. renovate the place. <laughs> so we were talking about that. And then we had a gentleman come in here the other day. Um that wanted a copy of Kokotho. Oh, yeah. So tell me a little bit about Kokotho. What, how'd that come about? Well, that was, uh, that was kind of, there was a, a, a radio guy named Dave Halden that uh, I worked with at KRIT in Fort Dodge, yeah. which was kind of the Super 97. It was kind of a, you know, hits of the day or whatever. And um, um, it, I, honestly, I think it was his idea. To, the, the, the Beach Boys had this song, Kokomo, at the time. And it was just kind of a, uh, I don't know, the lyrics were just kind of run on or whatever. They just brought up a bunch of different examples of things. And um, I don't know if he had heard that some other market had done this, another radio station somewhere or whatever, but we decided to rewrite the lyrics to that song and include a bunch of towns around Fort Dodge. That's and, uh, so fun. Yeah, and it was, uh, I don't know, we probably came out here and did it in one or two nights uh, with the drum machine and, you know, uh, cranked it out. So, and yeah, it got a lot of... Uh, I don't know. Got a lot of attention, so it sure did. People still ask us about it, and I 
I do love this, but I love that they supported you, but they spelled your name wrong on the building. So that's why I want to get a picture. Well, <laughs> but they actually spelled it right because I spell it wrong when I do my music thing, you know. Oh, because you go by a different spelling with well, your professional career. Yes, because if you go there and you see all the H's and R's and N's and things that are extra in it, nobody can spell it. So I would go to I would go to gigs, I'd have a bar gig or something and they'd have a sign outside you know, on the by the road or whatever, and my name was always misspelled. W- yeah, with the original spelling, so the old German uh, way. So I tried to simplify it. That's yeah. what I tried to do. Yeah. Well, again, um, we talked about this before, but I was struggling to try to find your your music online, and it was because I didn't know how to spell your name. Yeah. But what you go by is D O R M A N. Correct. Yes. Yes. So Scott Dorman, D O R M A N. Right. I used to, there used to be a seven in it also. I used to. Oh. For, <laughs> what? Put, I put a number in there for once for a while. That kind of threw some people us. off too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, you've got another song here. And uh, let me get my glasses on. It's called The Rest of My Life. And I have heard this one already. So I'm just going to sit back and listen and enjoy. But. Any words about the rest of my life? Well, again, it's kind of set in a small town. You know, I actually envisioned, uh, you know, the main street of like uh, Palmer, Iowa or something like that when I when I wrote this. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, these little towns around here get so quiet on a summer night and you can, you know, you could just kind of go out on Main Street and dance right in the middle of Main Street if you wanted to with your, with your you know, significant other. So that's kind of right. what this is about. Yeah, I really like this song, and you know, it's funny you should say that. We're based out of Iowa, and as I'm looking behind you on the studio, on the acreage we live in, I can see all the lights from the windmills and the beautiful backdrop, and we are pretty blessed to live here. So Yes, the sunsets are amazing, the sky is amazing. Sunrises, everything's yeah. gorgeous. So, having said that, we are going to check out Scott Dorman's next song, The Rest of My Life. <laughs>
photographs and count stars as they shine in the heavens. Fall asleep in each other's arms in the chill right before the dawn. Wake up just in time to watch the sunrise. The rest of my life by Scott Dorman. Scott, again, another beautiful song. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So tell me a little bit about your experiences in different studios. Um, <clears throat> yeah, worked here a ton, right, before moving to Nashville. Um, there was also a period of time when I lived in Minneapolis. This was in the early 90s, and I worked in a couple of studios up there that, that okay. was kind of the time when people started to um build project studios i think and so you'd maybe go to some place you know some guy would have one in his basement or something but but i did get a chance to actually go and uh, work for an afternoon in paisley park so that was kind of fun that's probably oh, the biggest very most cool. famous place i ever by far really it's probably yeah. the most famous place on earth next to abbey road maybe i don't know but yeah no i would love I mean, I guess it's open to the public now. You can take tours or something, but yeah. I would have loved to work there. That's very cool. You got to do that. We worked at, you know, I worked with another guy from Minneapolis on a jingle, actually, at uh-huh. Paisley Park. And um, we were not in one of the big studios or one of the big rooms, but we did. I did get to go in one and see it and look at it and stuff. But How cool. I've seen pictures since, and I don't recall it looking like that. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It was just a long time ago, very early, I think, in the career and then in Nashville you know it's kind of the same thing when I got there in the late 90s you know there were still some big studios but I wasn't doing anything that was budget you know wise enough to do that I've done a ton in again in the kind of studios that are in people's basements and you know uh, the back office of someplace on Music Row or there's a lot of little demo studios on Music Row and there's um I did the the last thing I did uh, a few years back. We actually did it at a place called Studio Nineteen, though, which was a more of a, a, a well known tracking room uh, okay. on Music Row. I think Waylon recorded some stuff there, and Alan Jackson. And it's oh. since uh, it's a parking lot now, soon to be a condo, I'm sure. Really? So, yeah, they they're tearing all of the all of the studios down in Nashville. That's that's sad. You know, um, when I went on my Hank Williams tour, Kirk and I actually stayed with you. Yes. Thank, thank you. But well. you showed us a town a little bit. And back then it was hopping. But again, that was before COVID where, you know, everything mm-hmm. is different. And mm-hmm. I suppose just the economy has made those buildings go away and yeah. disappear. And not only that, but everything is changing in the music industry. So record labels are no longer needed as much as 
you know. You are absolutely, you've hit it on the head in both cases. I mean, the, the real estate is worth more as a condo or something than mm-hmm. it was as one of these old bungalow style houses that was there on Music Row. Plus, a lot of the music business has moved off of Music Row and is now somewhere else in somebody's house or just an office somewhere or whatever, and people are doing their projects yeah. in in homes or smaller studios that, you know, they just don't need the big tracking rooms and stuff like they used to have. So I know it. Yeah. Crazy stuff, I tell you, the world's always changing. Right. Now, I'll say this. There are, I think that there is actually a, a movement back toward uh, tracking rooms, though, and things where musicians can actually get together and, you know... Um, I, I, I have a friend that completed a, a space just maybe 18 months ago and they're doing really well with like a kind of a more traditional studio setup with a room that you can kind of set the band up in and you know yeah. so that's I, I like that I mean I'd, I'd like I'd like to do more projects like that if I get, sure. get a chance to you know you know Kirk's studio is still two inch analog tape here and mm-hmm. on occasion we get people calling and saying aren't you pro tools yet aren't mm-hmm. you digital and you know we we favor the warm sound of analog we always have that's how we did our albums and such but yep. people will call and they say oh gosh but the tape's so expensive right you know so it's like well if you're gonna invest in it yep. get the tape you can always go over it and keep it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. so it's it's one of those catch-22s mm-hmm. digital versus analog it's always going to be a question right i i'll say this i think that the where your brain goes when you're making music it's a better place for creativity when you work on analog it's not good for creativity when you're when you're glued to a a screen and you're looking at waveforms and mm-hmm. clips and copy and paste and all that. It's just a different place for your brain. And I, I don't know. It's uh, something that I've struggled with a little bit, I think. I've recorded both ways and I prefer analog because you almost, as you breathe, you can feel when to punch yourself yep. in instead yep. of a digital movement, you yep. know? So I, I get you completely. Yep. So we've got an last song that we're going to play tonight of Scott's and it's called Trampoline Mm, yes this song is uh, a co-write with a guy that played bass with me in Nashville for years and years Will Mandel I was we we actually had a long-standing gig on Monday nights at the Holiday Inn uh, near the airport in Nashville which if you're going to have a a Holiday Inn gig have it in Nashville because we actually had some I can't even tell you, but we had some kind of well-known people that would stop by Monday night, mind you. Sure. There's nothing going on, really. Um, so we, we uh, it was kind of a popular place with musicians. But anyway, um, I came in one night and I had this guitar, which you folks will hear soon, but it's just a guitar intro riff and kind of a melody idea. Uh-huh. And then he, he Will, kind of heard this uh, modulation that the song's in F and it goes to A minor or A flat on the uh, chorus. So he he kind of heard that that modulation and took it there and the rest the rest is history. The rest <laughs> is history. Well, it's a great song everybody. Here is Trampoline by Scott Dorman. Smile. The way it turns up 
most of the time The highs and lows are part of your design Your love is like a trampoline Every time that you are near I'm dancing in the stratosphere Your love is like a trampoline When I start to come back down I wanna land safely in your Scott Dorman again. I love that song. I don't. Peppy. I don't know what. To, yeah, it is. I don't know what to say about your music, but it's it's pretty inspiring and and it's great stuff. And we miss having you right around the Fort Dodge area. But I can't believe you made the trip all the way from Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, I'll do. I do. I'll do it anytime. Well, we are blessed to have you here. Thank hey, you. Yeah, no problem. Is there any way that, uh, do you have a Facebook page or how can people get a hold yes, of you? Yes, just look for Scott Dorman, S-C-O-T-T-D-O-R-M-A-N. And I believe, now you said, I, I uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Google uh, Music, all that stuff, at YouTube as well. I think uh, most of my stuff is on there. Right. Free, you can listen to it, you know. Um, Fantastic. So, yeah. Well, that's great. I will make sure to share that. Uh, information on our website and you'll be able to see this on YouTube and many other platforms cool. 
Um, it's a pleasure, Scott, having you in. And I just want to thank you again for making the trip and hope things are all well with you. And what are your future plans? Um, you know, I've got to finish some stuff that I've got currently in, in the works um, and uh, put out some more music here. You know, hopefully I can get that done maybe this winter sometime. I'm, yeah. count, I'm counting on it. When, yeah. you, when you get those new releases, I'm, I'm going to interview you again, and we're going to get that stuff out. It's good stuff. So. Thank you. Yeah. All right. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. I am your host, and I want to thank again Scott Dorman for joining us this evening. Thank you, you Heather. You're welcome. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.